Velocitygaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, PC Master Race Jazzy! <laughs> That's right, bitch. I'm pulling it out already. <laughs> Why gotta be messing with me, man? Why gotta be messing with me? <laughs> What's up, PC Master Race? I, I'm not even mad at that. I'm mad that you took this, my Astro plate off of my earpiece. That's fine, PC. PC MR. Hey, listen, I like playing video games on my PC. Is that a crime? No. Pixmar. Pixmar. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you're called. Oh. How you been? How you been? I've been I've been doing really well. How's WoW going? Uh I actually did not play well this week. I'll pat you on the back for that one. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Good I stuff. What, uh, what what have you been playing? Too much going on. Uh I had to hop back in the league because they had a new game mode called uh, Blood Moon. Which is basically a everybody picks an assassin and then you go into the jungle and just destroy each other. That's it. First team to a certain number of points wins. So it's like a bloodbath. And oh. it's super fun. Cool. So you probably missed it. I don't know if it's still running or not, but uh, that's what I was doing a lot this weekend. And then uh, the rest of my weekend was sucked up by the For Honor beta. And oh, yeah, I played that beta. Yeah, yeah, you tried. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> I don't. I don't get what people like about the game. <laughs> Mainly because I can't even get into it. <laughs> right. It has a lot of bugs that it has to fix. A lot. It's so be soft. They're not going to fix any of them. I uh, mean, I hope not. But um, <laughs> I mean, you mean you hope they do? You mean they hope they do? I don't know if I would. I honestly hope not because I don't know how much time I'm going to put in this game either way. But um. It, it has a cool concept behind it. It's uh, the Vikings versus the Knights versus the Samurai. You pick your faction and you're put onto a map. There's three different game modes. There's a 1v1. There's a team deathmatch. There's a, I believe they call it Dominion, which is kind of a capture the point slash MOBA because they have like actual, like I guess, fodder minions or fodder knights that kind of uh, fight against one another in the middle of the map as well. And uh, depending on how well you do and how many of those you win, you get points that you can put onto your, um, I guess, class, be it samurai, viking, or knight, onto the area of the map where you want to put your troops. And then it's kind of like Risk, where you're taking over territories and losing territories. And then at the end of their season, the um, class with the most territories gets like bonus perks and uh, loot and stuff like that. So yeah, it has the potential to be all right, I guess. Um, the <laughs> mechanics of playing this game are horrible to start. Like horribly awesome. The learning curve is deep, <laughs> real deep. Took me Jazzy's mad because it's not a hack and slash. Yeah, it's it's not, and I was playing it like a hack and slash. It's That's a Dark probably Souls game. it's probably my problem, but it's a lot more you know slow pace learning uh, where to block and where to you know uh, put your attacks, um, movement based 
And once I got that down and kind of like took a breath and slowed down, I I played a lot better than when I first started as a hack and slash. But um, at the end of the day, for what the beta gave me, if this is what the game is going to give me, if they fix the bugs, I can't see myself putting $60 in this game. I couldn't see myself putting $60 into this game before I played the beta. And guess what? After I played the beta, I will not put $60 into yeah. it because I couldn't play the beta. I couldn't even get into the server. I couldn't even connect to the server. This you game probably just need better internet at your house. This game? <laughs> no, How I don't dare think that's you? it. I'm going to defend him, and it's not even my house. I don't think that's it. But I will say that. <laughs> oh, man. The game comes out today. So yep. what kind of beta is this? This isn't a beta. <laughs> this, this is a, this, is, this a, is just like a dear God. Let's have everybody yeah. play this game a few days before it comes out because no one's gonna buy it. That's yeah. what this is. Yep. Ubisoft was like, man, we just got done making this game. What else do we need to do? Shit our pants? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is Ubisoft's mo right there. You 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 nailed it. You nailed it. Um, man, that's yeah. It that's was good. All right. Well, um, rough. We got Rough. the we got producer Deadite Knight over here. I shall coin myself. <laughs> what have you been up to, buddy? So this week I got back into Mortal Kombat after taking about a month off. Um, decided I wanted to learn Aaron Black. Oh. So I spent most of McCree, my McCree got it. <laughs> I, oh, he could murder McCree. All right, Aaron Black, the the outlaw of Outworld. He's got it. He's got it under control. So Aaron Black's a character that I gravitated towards, thinking he was really cool. Tried playing him a couple times. Was like, I don't know about this. And so I decided I actually want to try and learn. He's a, maybe a little bit more technical character than some of the other Mortal Kombat X characters. And I found a version that I liked. It's the one that has the sword that's actually made out of like a arm of Baraka. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was really feeling that. So I spent a lot of time this week, you know, picking up, playing a few matches here and there, uh, trying to help my faction out for faction war, Brotherhood of Shadows for life. Boo. Lin Kuei. Um, and then, uh, you know, Sci-Fi AJ came through, so we got some reps in for, uh, for Mortal Kombat, some more Fire Pro like we did a couple weekends ago. But we wanted to include Pokeyal in our weekend gaming. And whenever people come over, Elle's trying to get people to play Towerfall Ascension with her. That's like her favorite game right now. If it's not Pokemon, she's playing Towerfall Ascension. So she got Sci-Fi and I playing. We were having a good time. And let's say it's like 1230. You know, it's past midnight. And AJ wants to change characters. And I'm like, oh, we have to have the expansion for that. And Elle looks at me with anger. She goes, there's an expansion and you haven't bought it yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. Like, but, you know, we can get a little more levels, you know, more levels, more character. And then uh, AJ's like, man, depending on how much it is, I'll throw down some cash for it. I was like, okay, okay, slow down. I'll, let me see how much it is. And saw that it was 10 bucks. And I was like, and she's like, 10 bucks? You better buy that right now. So we, we downloaded it instantly. And then, you know, AJ cashed at me like six bucks or whatever. <laughs> and then we stayed up for like another hour and a half playing because the expansion gave us a whole new game mode. Where in co-op mode, you could then, instead of playing from like a pool of lives, you could play where you revive people when they fall. Okay. So it actually kind of expanded it, made it a little more fun. So we we're playing three-person co-op, trying to work through some of these boss levels and stuff. And uh, I, I just really can't talk enough about how fun that game is. So Towerfall, Ascension, Towerfall, Dark World, um, awesome co-op fun. Man, I have to say one thing, though. Sci-Fi AJ, I know you're listening to this. 
when you have three people in a room that really want you know an expansion to a game and it's ten dollars the math states that you only owe 33 percent of that so you don't need to pay double to he get the expansion he doesn't work that way man he does not work that i way. know he doesn't he's a great dude but yeah. <laughs> i was just like man i'm always like it for a ride i'm always like hey send me, fall. <laughs> send me 11 dollars for john wick 2 and all of a sudden it's like 1250 and he's like you know for and it'll be for some random thing like for and that he, dick yeah. rub <laughs> he always puts some crazy comment <laughs> yeah. in on his cash app yeah yeah i, I always go back to like try to do the do the um you know the accounting for for gaming related stuff in my cash app and it's like for dick sucking you know for rubbing one out <laughs> for yeah, for samurai bows like it's just yeah. like i'm like i have no idea what this money is for yeah. he kind of gave me like a, a mini electron at once so i'm like all right man i i feel you we have to get the accounting in line for motor city gaming so now i put for hotel costs where you blew me. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah, works. Listen, I, we actually have to do taxes this year, so I need you guys to at least give me a little bit of information. All right. Well, I um, I played some Overwatch, which was my first um, dive into the event, which was like the uh, Chinese New Year event. And it, it was also the last day of the event. Yeah. <laughs> So, Late bloomer. Yeah, so we played uh, pretty much all night. It was a lot of fun. We, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I got back into uh, playing, having fun playing Overwatch, and then I started to see some of the skins, and I'm like, oh man, that skin's sweet. Oh, that skin's cool. And I'm, you know, I'm playing against these people. And I'm like, damn, I want that skin. And I, I had, we played enough where I got like two boxes. I got nothing. No, loot boxes. I got nothing good out of them. So I decided. I'm gonna buy some loot boxes, so twenty bucks. Some, yeah. So let me let me just let me just let me tell my let me tell the story because it's real yep. good. Twenty dollars gets you twenty four boxes. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. I had money in PayPal, so it wasn't like I was taking like it was just like side money, right? I'm like, whatever, I could blow this on whatever I want. Give me some loot boxes. So <laughs> we, uh, I open up twenty four of them. I get some skins, not the ones I wanted, but I get some the like ones I wanted. Yeah, exactly, the ones you wanted. And um, was that did that beep happen? That wasn't here. Oh, and my my, I'm muted. That might have been on the other computer. I actually am just over here going bloop. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> just to throw you off. Okay. <laughs> bloop. Fair enough. Anyways, we um, I got like the the red May. I got the um the gold mercy and a couple other randos so so you got jazzy's characters is yeah. what you're saying 100% yeah. may and got I, two of them this event and i got her yeah. like pink white one and i really wanted the red one and he's like oh i got it and i'm like damn it yeah so then i'm like well you know i could buy 20 dollars more worth of loot boxes <laughs> so i did <laughs> <laughs> Because I wanted the damn diva skin so bad. Yep. Why would you want a care uh, skin for such a trash character? Because she's better than anything Roadhog's ever been. No, Roadhog's a, a <laughs> sweet design and a cool character, unlike Diva, who's just yeah, the worst right. of the worst. Quick, so, quick side note: his like pig face skin. I got that one. Oh my god, creepy. that is creepy as shit. Creepy and awesome. His new skin is really cool. So I got that one. I um I gra- I grabbed the the the. Uh, 20, 24 more boxes. I start opening them. I get my diva. I get uh, a couple, like a tracer that I wanted. I get uh, some. Oh, I get another red May. Yeah, a duplicate May. Two. 
He got two, and I didn't even get one. No, it gets better that you don't. You, there's something you don't know, and I, I'm I'm ashamed to say this. Oh. So I finished the 24 more boxes, and I said, you know, I could buy 11 more no, boxes dude, for 9.99, and that way I just it's a solid 50 for this event, you know. Oh God. So, so I did. I got 11 more boxes, and I got my bastion that I wanted. And another red May. Oh, my God. I got three of no. them. I, I three hope, of them. I hope someday I can be wealthy beyond reason, yeah. where I can buy fifty dollars worth of skins for characters. Yeah. See, now we have to just talk. <laughs> yeah, we just have to. We have to kind of have like a mini intervention with him before he buys loot boxes next time, because he would have actually saved. No, he wouldn't have saved money because he would have still spent fifty bucks. But he would have got more loot boxes if he would have just. Bought the fifty dollars right at the beginning. Yeah, by like two. I checked that out actually. Yeah, I, I still, recall that one boxes. time we crucified Jazzy for buying a twenty three dollars skin. Yeah, he, yeah, that was one skin. I got like four hundred skins. They just happened to all be duplicates. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got one skin. <laughs> no, I got a lot of skins I wanted. I'm yeah, only missing a- out of the whole series, out of the whole event, which I played one day of. I'm missing two skins. That's uh, it. That's it. There were a lot of cool skins, yeah. to be fair. So. Yeah. But anyway, so I went crazy on that last you night. You bought a Joy-Con for that price. I already bought Joy-Cons. Did you buy extra Joy-Cons? Mm, I don't need extra Joy-Cons. But if I want them, I'll buy them. He'll <laughs> <laughs> sell his duplicate skins. I told, skins you, on I told you this was PayPal money. I was either going to spend it on cocaine or loot boxes. You should be happy with my decision. <laughs> I'm not happy because you could have shared that cocaine with me. <laughs> You're not going to share your skins with me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I will run around as a badass roadhog just so you can see it and be like, damn it. True, true or false, I still have just the basic roadhog skin. True. 100% true. <laughs> Truth. I have not one time ever gotten a roadhog skin, nor have I gained enough coins to buy the shark skin that I want. All right. So I did. So we got through that story. But the one thing I wanted to tell everybody about was I played, I dusted off this device that I bought a while back. For a lot of money, and I played my PlayStation VR again. Oh, yeah! It, it was quite surprising. I forgot how it even worked. I had a, I had a fun time hooking it back up to my PlayStation Pro, and that's when I realized, oh yeah, this thing sucks at um, being easy to hook up and use. Right, <laughs> forty-two cables later, um, I have it on, and I take the wrapping off. Resident Evil Seven. Oh. Yeah, so I put two hours into Resident Evil 7. The first thing I will tell you is that the VR experience of Resident Evil is super cool. The next thing I will tell you is that it creates motion sickness like every other VR game. So 45 minutes is what I was able to put into this game in VR mode before I really told myself, stop, or you're going to get to that point where... You know, there's no return. You know, like you are going to feel horrible, potentially throw up, and I was already sweating, right? And I'm like, this thing, okay. And this, so I'm I'm bummed because the one thing about this game, it's the first time in VR that I felt this way. I'm walking around this creepy ass house, and I get to the door, and the door's open. But when you look in the door, it's just blackness. There's just a strip of light from the outside that's you know penetrating into the house, and you have to walk in. And I'm having a hard time 
walking myself into this house because it because of the VR situation it feels like I am walking into the house so I get to the door and I would keep like hesitating it's like you like alright alright Jazzy <laughs> yep. jump off the cliff into the water right yep, and you're yep. like fuck fuck fuck, fuck. <laughs> yep. that's what I was doing and I'm like it's a video game just do it yep. and my brain was saying no it's not you're walking into a creepy ass house that you're gonna get murdered in so Jade's la- Rick bitch is laughing at me cause I'm like I'm like all tense and I'm like <laughs> finally I run in there and the door closes and then I hear voices and I'm like this was a horrible idea and, and she's like why are you looking around and like I'm like swinging my head left and right I'm like what's going on and she's like why do you keep swinging your head around I'm like I hear I hear footsteps and shit all throughout the house so you got the 3D sound going on and you can only because of VR you're only seeing straight ahead of you so you're like swinging your head left and right just waiting for that one time that you turn and someone just pops up in your face so I'm going through I go downstairs, and I'm like, all right, this is creepy. And that's when the downstairs, part of it's flooded. Everyone that knows me knows I am not a fan of water, uh, seeing as I almost died in it years ago. But I trek th- <laughs> I start going into this water, and it keeps getting deeper and deeper, and it's like it's up to my face, right? And again, I'm in VR, so I'm like this. In, in real life, I'm kind of like tilting my head like... <laughs> Like breathe, breathe, <laughs> right? And and you're shimmying the the floor of the of the upstairs. You're shimmying under the beams, right? Just enough water where you're like, and all of a sudden, right right in front of me, the water just goes, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like stuck here. I'm like, I don't want to move forward. I can't move back. Oh my god, I'm panicking. <laughs> so, so finally, I paranoia push, sets in. Finally, I push through. I push through and sure shit a dead body floats up pops right up in my face and I'm like dear god baby Jesus Christ (laughs) scare the dogs both the dogs go running barking at the front door Jade's laughing her ass off at me and I'm sitting here I'm like oh my god this is this is too much I'm gonna I'm literally gonna die playing this game I get out of there and, and I continue the story and that's when I start to feel the sickness right and I'm like, oh, you didn't God. already? No, like, no, drowned in the game because it, because it felt so real. Like all I was was like tense. I think I was having like heart palpitations and like breathing difficulties. But I was, but I didn't feel sick. And so the one thing I'll tell you is when you start the game by default, and you'll know what this means, Jazzy. The the looking mechanism was pie chart. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know where that comes from? Man, I turned from that off. Journey, right? Yep. Robinson's Journey. Yep. And there's a re- I'm starting to realize that every game that's like a first person exploration game is probably going to be by default pie chart, and it has something to do with the um, it has something to do with the motion sickness. Yeah. So as I'm looking around. I turn that off and I go to I go to smooth. Um, real quick, uh, Dead Eye, can you yes. go down to your little notification section on your bar and turn off Discord? That's where we're hearing it. Mm. Right click and shut that bitch down. All right. Anyways, um, so I turned it off and I and I told Jade I was like, time me. I bet you thirty five, forty five minutes. I stop. And sure enough, I did. So I did play the game for another hour and a half, just regular. So you actually played that VR probably about 34 to 44 minutes longer than I would have. Yes, exactly. 100%. I would have died. So the um, I, I, I switched over to the regular game. 
and of course it looks a lot better in regular you know the regular game graphics get enhanced and and um i i really enjoyed it if you are a true like an old school resident evil fan you loved the horror survival aspect of the game you want to play resident evil 7 i know it's a first person and not a third person but i am really enjoying this game i think it's um it's super stressful, it's super tense, and, and for the horror survival, it just feels good. You're hunting for bullets, you're trying to hide, you know, it's it's creepy. I don't really know what's going on with the story yet, but I know enough where I'm intrigued and I want to find out more. So Resident Evil 7, two thumbs up. The VR aspect is cool, but it is limited because of motion sickness. Yeah. That notification, by the way, was... Uh EA Spud saying, uh, Resident Evil 7 scared the shit out of you? Yeah. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I don't know if that's a shot, like, you try to act tough at work with him or something, and he's, like, calling you out, or what? Listen, I think I think he's he's played this game, but I don't think he's played it in VR, okay? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. different experience. It's very different. So, once I got out of the VR, I wasn't as, it wasn't as t- uh, tense, you know? Like, I still was yeah. being careful, but I didn't, uh, Man, and then the parts I played outside of VR, I go, oh, my God, that would have been too much yep. in VR. Too much. So, yeah. yeah. VR still has uh, a lot of ground to make up here, but for anybody that hasn't tried the PlayStation VR, at least find somebody that has one and give it a shot because it is crazy the feeling it gives you yeah. um, in playing a video game. It's really cool. They just need to figure out the whole motion sickness uh, side of it without it being like, Missed, missed from 1994, where you're like, eh. you know, like <laughs> yep. the, the looking, the looking mechanism is just is all messed up. Did Did you know they ported Mist to the 3DS? What? It, why is it that you know all of these terrible <laughs> ports? You know every terrible port in existence, and you own 78 percent of them. Uh, I have my niche. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> All right. Well, welcome, welcome to episode one hundred and forty-four of the Gamezilla podcast. Um, brought to you by DetroitBeardCollective.com. I know if you're watching the stream, you can see how gorgeous and luscious my beard is, freshly trimmed this week for Valentine's for the wife. Well, fellas. If you want to have your beard looking right for Valentine's, you probably should have ordered from Detroit Beard Collective already, but don't worry, they do have fast shipping, so if you can just push your date back a week, you'll have all your beard care products that you need to be looking good. Or ladies, if you didn't get your man something for Valentine's Day, order great beard products from DetroitBeardCollective.com. Uh, I use the beard shampoo every morning, I throw my my beard elixir, my beard butter to keep it looking good, and then comb it out with my beard comb from DetroitBeardCollective.com. Go there today, order products, get a subscription-based uh, beard delivery. It's called a beard crate, and it's awesome. And when you buy your beard care products, make sure you use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on orders, $25 or more. That's MCGAMING to save 20% on your orders at $25 or more at DetroitBeardCollective.com. All right, before we go into anything else, I do want to say that Cable2KX is out. He's not feeling well today, so the video side of the show, it is pretty, but it is um, stagnant. There's not a whole lot going on because we don't have someone running the booth right now. So we uh, we hope to have him back next week, but Cable, feel better, and um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll hold down the fort until you're back. Yeah, I already missed, buddy. And then if you hear anybody uh, comment or for reading people's comments and you go, I don't see that in the Twitch chat, well, that's because it's not. And Jazz is going to tell you why. Twitch, 
What's Twitch? No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you why because Jazzy just butchered it. I'm going to give you another chance. Tell us why, Jazzy. Nope, nope, you do it. You do it. Oh, my God. Always shucking the responsibility. Yeah, that's right. Well, for those of you that don't know, we are on Patreon now. We have launched Patreon. Uh, it is where you can support GameZilla. It is where you can support MotorCityGaming.com. Just head on over there and search either gaming, uh, gaming, or sorry, Motor City Gaming or GameZilla, and you will find us. By joining Patreon, you get special perks. One of those perks is access to private Discord server. And in that private Discord server, you will find the GameZilla live chat where people can influence the podcast. So that is how people will ask questions, tell Jazzy how wrong he really is, and uh, all the other great things going on during the show. But we do keep track of the Twitch chat. We have mods in the chat. So um, you, if you're already in there, I think you're actually working with Chris, uh, Cable2KX. He's just working from home because he didn't want to get us all sick. So we appreciate the help there, Chris. And um, we're going to get into it, I think. We're going to get right into... Bef oh, before, before we get into anything, yeah. we got to say congratulations to Thug-Ass Gangster-Ass 5 Mile Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Winner. Yeah. Of uh this month's game Patreon. of the month. Yeah. So, Gangster Ass Rick, Ghetto Ass Rick, Inkster Ass Rick, whatever we like <laughs> to call him. Uh he was the first person, the February winner for game of the month. That is another Patreon perk where every month we give away a video game um that and we give it away to one lucky patron. So, Congrats, Ricky. That is chosen by you, the patrons. That's right. Choose so, yeah, every month we give you a list to vote on, and you can vote what game you want to be the uh, giveaway. And then um, I think uh, Gangster Ass Rick chose Hyper Light Drifter yeah. as, as the game that he wants. He's so. about to start drifting. That game's great. He's not yeah. going to be disappointed. So You did good. I'm proud of you. For what? What did the, I do? The Patreon plug, man. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. It was better than yours. Taught you well. Oh, my God, I'm going to hit him. <laughs> First, he wants to tell me that my dog can't play video games. Then he wants to tell me about PC Master Race. But before we go into the news, I'm going to pull something out of my pocket right now. Oh, That's going to no. make him my best friend ever. I hope he's it's your gonna, middle finger. He's going he's gonna <laughs> to agree. <laughs> He, he's going to agree with everything I have to say. Jazzy, listen. Okay, you I'm, listening, listen. I'm listening. You're going to agree with everything I say today, at least on this show. Or what I have in my pocket, you will never receive. And that'll be a big problem for you. Okay. All right. Because I got my new PAX East tickets and yours. Yeah. Woo! <sighs> Woo! PAX East, baby. I knew it. I saw the envelope on the counter, and I was like, Brick Bitch, are these the PAX tickets? And she's like, yep, the badges came today. And I opened it up, and I was like, he took them, didn't he? She's like, they're not in there? And I was like, nope. <laughs> she He's didn't like, know I took them. Oh, he em. probably took them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So these two right here are yours. And yeah. if, uh, if one thing goes wrong today, I'll tell you what. The Dead Eye Knight's going. <laughs> the Dead Eye Knight's going to PAX East. Jazzy Fiddle be staying home. About to bring my army of darkness to Boston. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, not even gonna be mad at you. Let's get into. <laughs> let, let's get into the show. We got about ten news topics, and then uh, of course the emails. So uh, let's get into some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. 
Download complete. All right, so this week in the news mill, we have some Horizon Zero Dawn news. Give it to Hortz. It's actual oh. news. It's actual news. Yeah. I'm at, for what for once I'm not actually just spamming. Uh, I don't normally like to talk about this game because I don't want to know anything about it until it's in my hands. But we did get some news out that the uh, the map has been leaked. I don't want to. I'm not going to talk about the map. I'm just going to say, and it's enormous. The map is huge. Um, and basically Ish. showing the scale of the game, and uh, we're looking forward to what appears to be, you know, Witcher level map. So um, that's very that's, exciting. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. Ah, I did not read this article. Okay, well that's all I'm going to say because again, yeah. I'm super sensitive about this, yeah. and I know there's people that listen. Like right, like right now, look it. Would you kindly BMC happy happy. Horizon Happy Metroid Monday. <laughs> so much depth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the BMC's buying into your foolishness. Yeah, it's because it's real gold. To be fair, I opened the article and it said possible spoilers and I immediately shut it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't that's... want anything else about exactly. this game until it comes out. Exactly. So that that's all we're going to talk about for that. But uh, if you want to read more, it is available on our social media, facebook.com slash MotorCityGaming. <laughs> it's a social media profile. Yeah, so you can head there. And real, yeah, yeah, you can head. Oh my God, it's evolved. You can head over there and you can uh, read a lot of the stories that we're going to talk about today. You can also um, request to join the Gamezilla podcast group on Facebook. It's this closed group that we uh, all gather all week long and talk video games, plan out if we're going to meet up and game, run like a Destiny raid or something like that. So if you're into gaming and you want to join a really cool community, just uh, head over to the GameZilla podcast group on Facebook and uh, request an invite. All right, next story. Destiny's sequel still on track for 2017. Yep. <laughs> yup. Yep. Yup. I can't really say. <sighs> Why do I even send you guys I'm these super, articles? I'm, su- I'm super excited that... They're not really giving anything about this. Like well, it's can't. super hidden, and I and I like that because now it's making me think: what could they do for Destiny Two that would make it amazing? And I come up with all these ideas. Mm. And then when they Fix finally the drop rate, give yeah. us story content, yeah. all this stuff. Um, I don't know. Yep. Get some real voice actors. Uh, <laughs> actually, their their voice acting's been better lately. That way, when they show this at E3, because that's my prediction, that's where they're going to show this. I'll be super disappointed because it's not going to be all these great things I want it to yeah. be. <laughs> here's here's my two thoughts of it. One, if it comes out in the fall, that's perfect because I have Zelda, then Splatoon, and then that can carry me all the way. Oh, Mario Odyssey. I I'll get it probably, but I mean I don't. I'm not nearly as hyped for Mario Odyssey as I am some other stuff. And then if that falls right into my fall 2017 lineup, that I can flush my life down the toilet and play a bunch of Destiny. But I think it's foolish in 2017 to ever get excited about uh, future release dates. Everything gets delayed. Yeah, but this here, I think um, we're seeing... So there's a lot of rumors stirring around saying that Bungie's... like. So a lot of times developers have these deals where if they don't meet uh, deadlines, they actually forfeit, uh, forfeit a percentage of their stock to the publisher. So Bungie would literally lose con- some of control of its company to Activision. And so that's where that's common. They have come out here and actually said that 
that is not true as far as this situation, right? Um, that Bungie is simply just they're on they're on pace, they're on time, and the contract that Activision and Bungie has is simply that once a year Bungie has to deliver a large piece of content. So you had obviously the first Destiny, then you had the Taken King, then you have Rise of Iron, and now the next piece is, is Destiny 2. They don't have another DL, major DLC mm-hmm. planned for Destiny 1, and that's why they're still tr- on track, um, and there are rumors that it's the other way around, that if they don't hit it, um, employees at Bungie would miss out on gaining Activision stock. So... That's that's all the rumors going around about this. But anyways, we're still on pace, which means you, as Jazzy said, we will probably see something at E3, maybe PAX East. Yeah. So. I'm excited because the publishing CEO of Activision did come out and say that they are aiming for uh, like a great cinematic story, and I think with the storyline of Destiny, they can do a really good job on this. So I mean, absolutely. I love Destiny. I just I want them. I want them to give it the attention it deserves. So, uh, next story: Nintendo announces Splatoon 2 demo next month. <laughs> Woo! So it's Splatoon 2 next month, uh, later on in March. Uh, I believe the dates are the 24th, 25th, 26th. So about 20 days after you get your Switch, if you're picking one up at launch, you're going to be able to try out the new Splatoon. And the before, before Jazzy shits all over it because I know yeah. he's, I know he's going to. I'm gonna try to spin it positively. Yeah, his his his, yeah. pan, his belt's already unbuckled. He's can, about to can, drop his pants. You can spin it however you want. You can spin. <laughs> I gotta spin it positively for my badge. At That's right. That's right. Anyways. Uh, Nintendo has announced Splatoon 2 will receive a global test fire, is what they're going to call it, uh, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Over the course of three days, the game will open for six one-hour sessions. The game will cycle through 4v4 Turf War matches, and players will be able to use four new weapons alongside two remixed versions of existing Splat Roller and Splat Charger. So, this is the weird part, right? Is that you have these windows that you have to play the game. So March mm-hmm. 24th, you have to play it from, you know, noon Pacific um, to, what is it? What, how's this work? To one. It's one hour blocks. You get, oh. <laughs> like, one hour blocks of gameplay, and it's from, like, 6 to 7 a.m., noon to 1 p.m., and then, like, 8 yeah. or 9 to 9 or 10 yeah, p.m. Yeah, six one-hour sessions. Yep. 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 So... That's my only problem I have with it. I I think it's awesome that they're that they're going to do this, that they're going to allow people to have the early access. I can't get super excited for this just because from the description that they gave, yeah, that and <laughs> um from the description that they gave, it's it's going to be I think the map that they gave us at Pack South. So I've in my opinion, I think I already have had this content. So yeah, you, yeah, but what's the percentage of people that went to a pack? Ex- exactly. That's why I think it's super cool to to allow the the general public to to hop on and you know, obviously they're doing it for you know server testing and stuff like that. So it's good it's good for Nintendo and Splatoon two to get all these analytics to make sure that their game comes out smooth. Um, but just like open it up for like a weekend, like these hour blocks, man. I almost feel like it's like 
man, I really want to play Splatoon 2, but instead of, you know, hey, maybe somebody like like Ethan here really wants to play it, and he, I can get three hours, but I have to, like, schedule my whole day around these different activities. Oh, hey, sorry, guys, uh, I have to leave lunch because my Splatoon 2 hour, you know, demo is coming up. It's just silly. What? What this sort of makes me think of, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna try to play it, but it sort of makes me think of when you go trick or treating and like there's an old lady in the neighborhood that gives you like pennies or a pencil instead of candy, and so you're kind of like, thanks, I guess, like you're giving me something. But could I have a little more? Could I have some candy? You're giving me a pencil. Well, here's the thing, though. Okay, I'm not gonna defend Nintendo because this is a really weird decision. But let me ask you something. Is this not the exact Nintendo that we know? Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they've this done the, this exact same thing for Splatoon 1 when it came out. Right, but Wii U. let's not even think about the game. How, like, hey, we can make this little NES Classic Mini so easy, but we're gonna, but we're only going to make so many because it creates that demand. It creates that, oh, yeah. it creates that draw. So you played For Honor this weekend, right? Correct. And you could head to your PS4 whenever you wanted, sign in whenever you wanted, right? Mm -hmm. What Nintendo can do now is they can test their servers at at custom times during the day. True. So they have their... Yes, it's annoying for us, but they have more control to be able to say, hey, at noon on a, on a, you know, whatever, a Saturday when things are the worst possible... We're gonna we're drawing people to here to try this out, so it's really gonna give us a true test. That that's kind of my the one thing I'll give them from the business standpoint is that yeah you have a little more control this way. But to your point of saying hey, um, I gotta leave I gotta leave work so I can go play my Splatoon beta. Th- their times are very spread out. It's like yeah. seven a.m., three p.m., eleven p.m. Like like if you work twenty four hours a day, well then you're fucked. But otherwise, yeah. you're gonna have a chance to play Splatoon two if you really want to. I'm just worried that it's super fun and I'm gonna want to play all three hours. And well, you that's know. true. You won't even have a switch, you know? so it's not. Yeah, even you don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I will say maybe okay to, to to spin it in a way that's positive because I want my packs badge. Um, <laughs> I, I played know, for I think, lost, I think you lost your Sunday. I played. Yeah. I, I think played, you need to hold on to these packs badges until the day you leave. I played the for honor beta. I played the for honor beta all Saturday this past weekend. My whole Saturday was for honor, and I probably got about three hours of gameplay <laughs> because it was so bad with the servers. So Nintendo's just like, man, if this is super hot mess, at least we played it out ahead of time. That's true, because I tried to play for honor like all day one day I couldn't get on. So. Yeah. Alright, um, next up is some uh, new news surrounding the Nintendo Switch, and that is up to ten consoles can connect Locally, so let me explain this. We we already know that eight switch units can wirelessly connect to each other to play local multiplayer. What this means is that ten docked switches can connect in a LAN setting um, to create multiplayer. What does this mean? So um, the press release from Nintendo detailing Splatoon 2 reveals that game. Uh, the game's new LAN play feature will allow up to 10 dock consoles to be connected through wired LAN, serving as a tournament-minded alternative to previously announced 8-player local wireless connection. That said, only 8 of the connected Switch consoles will be able to directly partake in the action. 
right? Now here's yep. here's where this is a really cool feature for esports. As the remaining two will be put in spectator mode, private battle spectator view is a new functionality that will allow up to two people to participate in a private battle as cameramen to observe the eight-player battle from multiple angles. This is genius. It's super smart. So from that concept of, like, if they're really pushing Splatoon in an eSport direction, now you have these two extra units that you could basically put pro cameramen on and say, all right, cover the match. Yep. And we're going to capture the game from your systems. So that's super cool. Um, Especially if it's active people with the cameras. Like, if we have ten, <laughs> ten friends that want to get come together and play Splatoon, like... I maybe not other people, but I personally think it would be cool to be like, oh, I'll be the cameraman this match, so that it's like my viewpoint of the match of my eight friends, you know, playing Splatoon. So that'd be super cool to be like have the actual camera in your hands and be able to see what you want to see as mm-hmm. a person. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition announced for the Nintendo Switch. We uh, we kind of knew this was coming around, but the big the the update to this uh, article is that the new surprises, as they were calling them, in the Switch version of Rayman Legends will be at least in part multiplayer focused. So here we have a game that that Deadite and myself love. This game is fantastic. Um, it's been fun to play two player, but now I'm interested to see are they taking this in a you know, Mario U direction where you're going to have a four-player platformer that you're going to be able to have fun with, you know, a bunch of your friends. What do you uh, What do you think, Deadite? I thought you could already play more than two players. I thought it was only two. Maybe. I, I guess I've only played two, but for some reason I thought you could play more. I don't know. Um, regardless, it is a fantastic platformer for multiplayer aspects because, you know, you're both enjoying the action, on the screen, the the play is great. If you start it from the beginning and work your way up, the it levels perfectly for you know you know learning curve sake and challenge the diversity in the levels. It feels like every few levels you're doing something completely new, um, and just thinking that they're going to put more of a multiplayer aspect on it. And again, this is one of the cool things about the Switch. We're hoping that. You know, you'll be able to play it through the Connect Play. So again, if I buy it and I'm hanging out with Grim and two other people on a lunch break at our day job, we can all be working through Rayman Legends every day on lunch. Yep, exactly. Like it, it has so much potential to be just a fun co-op experience. And if they're putting more emphasis with more modes, it may be a rebuy for me. I've loved it on PS4. I may invest the money to have it on the go and you know have other multiplayer aspects of it because it's just a fantastic game. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. The uh, Rayman creator did say that we are preparing other surprises because the council has a lot of qualities in the multiplayer area. So that's uh, that's good. I'm, I'm excited about that. So last week we uh, talked about uh, Neo, right? The uh, the mm-hmm. new Team Ninja game. It's a very Dark Souls style game, and uh, it's gotten some really good reviews. You know, nine point six out of ten people really like this game. Yeah, I f- we found an article that was real interesting. Neo co-op changed in the final game because it was too easy, and so the the point of changing it isn't the issue here. They they simply said that when you played it in co-op, you as a group you could beat the game too easily, so they took it out. But the problem is is that they didn't tell anybody they were taking it out, and it was actually in the beta that all these people played on the PS4 and other systems. Yeah. 
So the problem was is that certain people are now reporting they bought this game because of the co-op mode. Because they played the beta with the co-op with their friends, they thought, oh, this will be really cool. We'll do we'll play this together. And then they bought the game and it doesn't exist because no one no one from the Team Ninja camp decided to announce that that was being removed before the game launched. That's a big that's a big mistake. Come on, Team Ninja. Like just come on. It, it, it's it's such a sh- a shady type move. Like you're only hurting anything that comes after this game. Yeah, because it's just making you look bad as as a developer. So and and let's let's clarify so that people understand. There is still a co-op form in here. The problem is is that you have um how did, in the release version of the game a co-op partner has to have previously beaten the level they're being summoned into so I, so you can bring someone in to help you they've just had to already play that part yeah and that's yes it's still co-op but that's not what people wanted they wanted to experience the game you know new together and that's not an option anymore so kind of a bummer kind of a, a silly just mindless mistake that you know if you're going to remove something like that especially weeks before your game launched people played it like that and you and you drastically changed it so not a smart move at the end of the day if it's too easy but you're having fun playing with your friends what's what's the big deal the whole point of video games is to have fun yeah so i don't know all right next story is Humble Bundle becomes a game pun- uh, publisher. Mm. So we've all heard of Humble Bundle. They they put on some great sales, uh, usually for for charity purposes and raising money for for good causes. Well, the company is beginning a multi-platform, including councils, publishing and funding initiative. Humble Bundle is starting with seven games, such as the 3D platformer A Hat in Time and the farming game Staxel. Um, the full list of games that they're they're that they're going to be um, publishing, you can you can check out right on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. But um, since Humble's launch in 2010, we have earned the trust of over 10 million customers across our products," said Humble Bundle publisher lead John Polson in a statement. Uh, in a time when it's harder than ever for games to find their audience, publishing feels like the next logical step in the services that we can offer to our developer partners. So I think this is cool because they're kind of they're kind of making this sound like, hey, this is for the the smaller guys. This is for this is for the guy that made a game in his garage and is trying to have a platform to put his game on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm ex- there's not any more details beyond that yet, but. Um, I'm excited to find out more about this, and I think it's uh, a great move on Humble Bundle's, uh, you know, uh, yeah. for them. It's a great move for them. I think they'll get a lot of traffic from it. I mean, they already get a ton of traffic. I think this is only yeah. going to help. I looked up uh, some of the stuff that they have on this list already, and they don't show too much on it because it's just it's so new, I think. But uh, some of the pictures and stuff that they have for these games look cool. So Yeah. All right, uh, so next story I have is Overwatch Capture um, Capture the Flag mode is here to stay. And it's going to add nine more maps for Capture the Flag. So the director of Overwatch, Jeff Kaplan, has announced that Capture the Flag will remain a playable part of Overwatch with nine more maps being added to the roster. 
But there is a catch. Capture the Flag was introduced during the Year of the Rooster event, which we were talking about earlier, which celebrates Chinese New Year, previous modes introduced um, for time festivities like Lucio Ball, May Snowball Offensive, uh, both of which were made unavailable once the event ended. So this is the first time the event's going to stick around. However, Kaplan confirmed in a developer update that the decision is to make Capture the Flag a permanent fixture of Overwatch will spark a few changes. The mode will only be available as a custom game, not a quick play or a ranked. So in conjunction with the new the news that Blizzard is introducing, the server browser, another exciting moment, it's a really cool feature where people can run custom versions of the game and then other people can find that game in a public list and join it. So this is like going back in the day and building snipers and pistols in Halo 2 and, you know, and land partying with your friends, except now you're, you can use it, you can push it to the internet, you can you know, um, have these custom games and anyone can join even if they're not local. So that yeah. is, it's super cool sounding. Here's the most important thing, and I'm about to give huge props to Blizzard, so everyone listen. If you, if you have gone to get a soda, I'll give you two seconds. Okay, you should be back. You gain experience from custom matches. This is genius. This is what all of the Destiny, any, any gamer you can create a custom match, they should make it so that you have some form or ability to gain experience in custom matches. I've always wanted this. Yeah, I think this is super cool. It's going to uh, they're already seeing in the uh, in the uh, the beta testing all sorts of unique game modes that they didn't even think about. Yeah. So, super cool to see people's ideas and how they can manipulate the system and, and create fun uh, environments to play in. But um so the uh, we're adding the server browser that uh, that lists all the custom games that are running in your region, and there are all sorts of sorting and filtering options to help you find exactly what kind of game you're looking for. Uh, so if you know ahead of time that you want to find a certain mode only, or if you really want to find a certain map because that's what you want to play on, right now you can search the server browser for the particular map and get right to it. So this is not out yet. Let's, uh, this is, should be pushing through possibly in the next patch, but it is something that uh, for us to look forward to along with the uh, change in the meta with uh, the Bastion changes coming up and, uh, and the D.Va changes coming up and, mm -hmm. and some other stuff. So Very cool. Your boy got nerfed. Just to let you know. It already happened. Again. Again? Yeah. There's another adjustment coming for There's him. Another What's the adjustment? new adjustment? I, I can't remember. All I can say is you're screwed. I mean, oh well. Just keep playing Mortal Kombat. Sorry, Overwatch. All right, so <laughs> on so I, set, I, set the news up, I set the news up this week to be real up and down, up and down right at this tail end. So let's, yeah. get, let's go back down. South Park, the fractured butthole, delayed again by Ubisoft. Yeah. Except this time, it's delayed big time. So, during the earnings report, Ubisoft said the game is now scheduled to release in its next fiscal year. Dang. Ubisoft's fiscal year will run from April 1st, 2017 until March 31st, 2018, meaning we won't be heading on down to South Park until at least April. Oh. Yeah, don't, even say, don't even say the rest of it. Just say April. 
Everybody knows it's just going to hurt my feelings again. Well, tactic. So here's the thing: people are freaking out, saying we won't see this game till 2018. And so it, that's not the case. They could come out and say April 4th. Here's 2017. Here's South Park because their mm. next fiscal year starts April 1st of this year. So it is somewhere between April 1st and unfortunately March of next year. Ugh. So who knows where we're uh, going to be. Mind you, this was supposed to be a game that we already should have been playing last holiday. Yeah, yep. So that its, its initial release date was holiday 2015. It was December 6th of 2016. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. geez. Yeah. There's no uh, no explanation as to why what the delay is for. We, we don't have any details yet. But uh, this is a game that I was looking very uh, – I was looking forward to. I, I love the the – Superhero style of the of South Park, and I played Stick of Truth, and I had fun with that. But this this is this was more in my wheelhouse of the the storylines that I liked watching South Park. Yes, so. absolutely. So Ubisoft at it again. Doesn't allow us to play South Park, and what's another game recently that they haven't let us play? Oh, that's right, For Honor, because the servers were down all weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ubisoft is. Uh, they're on top of they're on top of the game, man. <laughs> yep, on top on, of the game. On top of the bottom. They know what's going on. <laughs> All right, so I, I saved this uh, this piece for last because I thought it, it's a it's a, a decent talk piece. I think everyone yep. will have something to say on it. And um, reporting today, retailers want to sell you games weeks early. That's right. <laughs> so, um, according to an unconfirmed source on the GameIndustry.biz, retailers are talking with publishers about letting customers take home physical copies of the games before the release date and having it remained locked until launch day. The report mentions Electronics Retail Association, the ERA, struggled to find much interest from the publishing community. Hmm, I wonder why. Many positive positives are cited in the report with hypothetical benefits to both consumers and retailers. For one... It says the ability to immediately take home a physical disc could even boost impulse sales. That's great. Allowing retailers to sell physical copies of the game before the official launch is similar to digital pre-orders, which unlock at midnight on a game's release date. In fact, the report cites digital pre-orders as an impromptu of the retailer's request. The potential downside pointed out in the report includes logistics, bandwidth, uneven benefits to retailers, and the potential for piracy. Pre-orders currently require retailers to make a longer event of a game's impending release in order to avoid the situation of consumers canceling pre-orders. Pre-orders are good for gamers... Sorry, pre-orders are good for game makers and more often than not include bonus content in order to tempt consumers like, example, Halo Wars 2 pre-order bonus includes early access, a season pass, and more. Okay, so basically, what this is is the 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 brick and mortar stores being a little upset because digital is is more forefront than it's ever been. Yeah, they're and, losing sales, and they're losing sales, and so they want to be able to give out discs early, but keep the game, but re- the game remains locked, which basically turns into this: your game. Discs are only, and they will only be a key. That's all they are. They're yep. a key. There, you can't sell Rayman Legends 
a game that does not require an internet connection, which means that game primarily plays off the disc, the contents on the disc, not anymore. That disc would just be a license key. And it wouldn't work until launch day. So they don't talk about that part of it because they know the consumer would hate that aspect. They, they don't like the idea. Though we're already kind of that way. There's certain games that act a lot like this. But, I mean, what, do you, what are your takes on it, Jazzy? Uh, I don't know. This just seems silly. It, I, it's, it's a physical pre-order is what it is. Like, that's, that's all it is. And you can go into a, a majority of brick-and-mortar stores now and get your little pre-order card to go pick the game up on launch day, which you're going to have to wait till launch day to, be, to even be able to download it anyway. So going into a, a brick-and-mortar store now, you could put – normally it's a, a dollar to a couple bucks to say, hey, you know, here, I want to reserve my copy when this game comes out. So that way when you do go in on launch day to that said location, you get your game assuming that the brick-and-mortar store didn't screw up and give your copy to somebody else. You're still going to have to go get the game and then download it the day that it comes out. So you're not getting anything early access. So it, it's a, a physical disc pre-order is what it is. And it's silly. It's silly. Hey, brick-and-mortar stores, stop being butthurt. How many CDs have you sold recently? Oh, that's right, none because everything's digital now. Deal with it. Sell more curtains. <laughs> come on, my, my, come on. Yeah, did I? Did I? What's your uh, what's your input on this? Well, brick and mortar, brick and mortar, brick and mortar, brick and mortar. How many times do we have to say brick and mortar today? Seven more. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's, Seven mortar. Here's the issue. Here's the issue with this. You can buy this game. So if that's buying the game, what's going to happen? Can I interrupt you real quick and just yeah. say that I um, I completely ignored Jazzy, so I had no idea. <laughs> He's like, more like eight <laughs> times. I have no that's idea what, what you're referencing. Does. I was like, <laughs> that's what he typically does on the show. I'm the sorry. Show. I had to actually boot someone from the Discord channel. I've never had to do that before, so... Oh yeah, and it wasn't me. I thought I'd be the first one to get booted from our own Discord. To be fair, it was a bot that that looks like you went psycho, so I had to boot the bot. So well, there you bot. go. Okay, <laughs> okay. Here's the issue: you can buy this disc, you can take it home, you can put it in. Okay, when the release date, you get your content. Great. Here's the big problem: ten years down the road, when you plug in your old system and want to play this game, because there's not actually anything on the disc. You actually can't play it. So, like, again, theoretically, we've talked about this game in the past. Tony Hawk 5 came out. It was a completely incomplete game. The whole, Almost the whole game came on the day one patch. When the servers are shut down for that, that disc is now completely useless because it has a broken, like, eighth of a game. So that's the problem with having things, having the majority of the game not on the disc, is you don't actually own it and... In the future, it's trash. It's not worth anything. And that's my big concern about it. Why even buy the disc if you know in the future you're not going to be able to go back and re-download it and replay it? Yeah. Um, I also and that's, a, that's from a collector standpoint. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you, obviously. But I think the I think EA Spuds in the Discord uh, chat said, said it best. Brick and mortar. But. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but. You just can't. You can't. You can't do it. I. I don't care. I'm not. First of all, I don't know what the percentage. I, I can't imagine the percentage would be that high where it's like, Jazzy. Right now, you could go and get your Horizon Zero Dawn uh, disc, right now, mm -hmm. or you can get it on launch day. 
right. you can't play it until launch day. But don't worry, you're going to get it launch day. You'll, you'll be able to get your hands on launch right. day. What is the advantage? So let me throw this out there. Besides like, oh, well, I'm a busy person. If they have the ability, and this is this is really striving for something here. If they had the ability to sell me the disc three weeks in advance, I could go home and download the game onto my system so that on launch day, all I have to do is fire it up and play. I don't have to wait for that download. Lies, though, because we all know there's no such thing as not having a day one patch. That's true. Even true. If, if you get the disc two weeks early, it doesn't yeah. mean the it doesn't mean the developer is going to have the day one patch ready early. I'll bring in the only scenario I can think of where this makes sense. Your name's Jazzy. And Your name's you, Jazzy, and you're a fool, and you buy yeah. this thing, and you like brick and mortar stores. Brick and mortar. Can I get a brick and mortar? <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, not too long ago, I lived in a rural community. So if you're some kid that lives in a small enough town where there's actually no place to buy video games and this is the one time a month that you're in town with your parents or whatever or you're just in town, like you're an adult and like, oh, I went to get groceries at the Walmart that's 45 minutes away from my house. I'm going to pick up this game because then it releases in you know a week and a half and I can play it then. This is the only scenario is if you're part of the country that lives further, far enough away from a place to actually buy a game that it would be super inconvenient to get to a store. Yeah. Uh, I know it's yeah. a little bit of a stretch, uh, yeah, but I mean... It's a lot of a stretch. Yeah. Like, shut up, kid. Play your Switch while I drive you to the store and get your game. Yeah, I mean, it, that is... It is, it, it, it's it a is viable a, thing. It, it is a viable thing, yeah. but the, again, out of the percentages, <laughs> yeah. it, it, that's the small side. That's like the... That's like the that we'll get them when we get them side, you know? It was like, a reach, and it yeah. was a devil's advocate. I was just yeah. trying to come at it from a, uh, the only realistic perspective I could see where it made any sense. Yeah. I just don't like this because it's, you know, clearly we don't have the words GameStop and, that is involved in this, but when you see when you talk about the association, GameStop is part of that association, and they are, they are the biggest part of that association. Mm -hmm. So GameStop, which is already, like, Already makes the uh, the publisher side mad with their pre with their um, pre owned sales, right? Like now they're just trying to find another way to make the gaming their gaming sales viable, more viable, and it it just sickens me that that you use terminology and it, and it gets out here to the public about like um, impulse sales. Like even if that's your goal to get impulse buys not actually sell a product that like somebody wants not actually use your sales sales force to say to tell someone about a video game and get them excited to where they want it no you want that impulse buy right. you want that person that buys it and then they go man i should have never bought evolve what the fuck was i thinking <laughs> i should have got battleborn damn it you know? True, Battleborns. That is. I play Battleborn over it all. That is a scenario where I would play Battleborn. Hundred <laughs> percent. Every time. So, all right. Well, that, that chime in on this story. Head on over to uh, Motor City Gaming on Facebook.com or ask to join the Gamezilla podcast on Facebook. We will be talking about this more. I would love to see some of the fan feedback on this because I think. It's complete bullshit and would be the next the, the next step to the decay of the gaming industry in the sense of collectors, in the sense of just big big companies, you know, Walmart style companies just trying to milk us for every penny 
for for no no yeah. good reason for no it's good re- reason it's retail unless you companies. live in a fucking cornfield <laughs> yeah. like Ethan said it's retail companies whining because technology has taken over their sales yeah like yeah. How is your tube TV sales going, soon retailers? To, soon they have, to, they have to sell off all their bricks and mortar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bottom, there you go. Yeah. Sell your brick and mortar. <laughs> bottom line. Bottom line. If you want, if you want people to come into your store, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be honest with you. From like, from someone who buys nothing but physical copies, if it's available, if you want people to come into your store and and be and be a lifelong customer, then actually produce a good experience. I understand that you don't necessarily control your products 100%, but produce a good experience, have a good rewards reward program and actually treat your customers who are gamers as gamers. Put gamers in position in front of them to allow them to be gamer to gamer and not just, you know, try to Attach and be like, oh, you want? And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick on GameStop again. Oh, you want this new Madden game? Well, wouldn't you want it used for five dollars less? Like, no, I asked for it new. Like, don't try, don't try your whole cycle of life bullshit that's all over the internet now, and and try to try to sell me out. I'll, I'll give props to the GameStop that I went to uh, for Brick Bitch. I got her a PS4 Pro for her birthday. That's what she wanted. I went in there. I said I want a PS4 Pro new. He said, okay, cool. I was well aware that they had used in stock because I checked the price difference. It was a $50 difference. I didn't think it was worth the, ch- the taking a chance on a used system. I wanted a brand new one. Not one, not one word of use came out of this man's mouth, and I was super, I was super happy about it. Like, don't try to talk me out of it. You know, it'd be different if I'd be like, "Well, I'm thinking about a PS4 Pro. What, like, what, what options do I have?" Then, then pitch it all to me. Right. But some of this, some of this shovel shit. Like, what games do you want to pre-order? And I go, "Oh, I'm set." And like, well, you sure? You, do you have Resident Evil Seven pre-ordered? And I was like, "I'm good." Okay, well, do you have Mass Effect pre-ordered? And I was like, "Dude, I'm good. Just let me buy my game, or I'll go buy it somewhere else." Yep. Like, and that's my problem. Just put out a put out a good service, and actually care. And people will respect you for it, and you'll have fans. You will have those dedicated people that will come to your store and give you money, which is what you care about so much. Utilize your resources. I work at a retail environment. I won't say the name, but it, its symbol is a giant target. Um, and Big lots! <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Man, I do love that big lot. And there are situations that uh, people people that work there know that I'm part of. <laughs> what? Service merchandise. Got I'm, it. Yeah. I go to Big Lot to buy all my uh, expired candy. It's actually Montgomery Ward. Media play. <laughs> oh, media play. That's right. I Fucking forgot love that media store. play. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead, Jazzy. You were telling me a story. But I have people there that know that I'm part of the gaming community. So if they have a question that's asked to them, and they don't know the answer, that if I'm there, they'll come get me. <laughs> Damn it! I almost had it. I was waiting this those close. <laughs> this close to those tickets. Yeah. All right. I have... So, one more one more piece and we can move on. Okay. okay, okay. I have a, a... So, Invalid, right? He shops a lot at GameStop. He doesn't understand our hatred for GameStop because he hasn't had that experience, right? Yep. He goes to one GameStop and he has a guy there. That literally, because of his two small children, he'll come in and say, "Hey, I just bought this game. Um, it's got like demonic, you know, back tones, undertones to it, and uh, I just don't want my kid playing it." 
And the guy will go, you know what? No problem. Take it back and say, pick something else out. Not like, hey, we'll give you $2 trading credit. Like, no. I'll take that back. No problem. Go pick something else out. Yeah. Because, and, and so like, when you build that, you create a customer like Invalid that will come back to you every time. Because you've built that trust and you've built that relationship. He's got a game pimp. That's right. Okay. I'm done. I'm done with this. That's been Man. the news. Like I said, you can check out and read everything that was our um, on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. That's a social media profile. Yeah, I like the I like the new plug there. Yeah, just trying so. to evolve my game a bit. And if you want to discuss anything, you want to debate anything, uh, you want to ask for an invite to the Gamezilla Podcast group. But um, that's all I have. I think it's time for some emails. Sorry to interrupt your oh! podcast. This isn't emails. We are anonymous. We've hacked in. <laughs> We're taking over now. Oh, God. We are legion. We, we are legion. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, Where's your mask? Uh, it's on back order. Back I just joined like two months ago. Come on. There's a waiting list. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyways, as he was saying, we are the legend it's of legend retro. Of it's, it's, okay. Uh, can I be deep? Like, can I be scary? <laughs> I, you don't have a mask. They, don't have this a mask is scary enough. They hacked I us. Guess. Anyways, Gamezilla, listen here. We're listening. You're done. You're done. Oh, oh. No more running the show yeah. during the week. We're on the streets now. It's not. It's true. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're, we're not gonna. We're not coming back every other week. No. 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 We're back stronger than ever. Yeah. You better beware. Because we're coming back February twenty third. Twenty third. With weekly episodes. With weekly. No more episodes. of this waiting stuff. No. 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 <laughs> you don't have to deal with Jazzy anymore. You don't have to deal with this guy anymore. The face. You know, the, the Guy Fox thingy. We snaked in. Anyways. Hey, Ethan, how do you feel about that? Yeah, Ethan. I'm pissed! Does that make you feel Some better? Year old Coors Light? Huh? 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 I'll drink what I damn well please. You should be real scared. Yeah. Jay, you should be so scared that uh, you should pee your pants. Yeah. I already you know, did. How's, how's sticking up with current stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, how many Metroid games are you talking about? Because we can talk about all of them. Because we can talk about any one of them. Almost any Almost all of them. Yeah, we can do that. Damn it! Well, actually, we can't talk about any one because there wasn't any new ones released. Burr! Anonymous. Well, they're not anonymous anymore. Legend of Retro. Legend of Retro. Did it. Coming for you. And we're going to be on Facebook. Yeah. There's going to be a group. A group. Yeah. Gamezilla's not the only one of the group anymore. Listen, you can't run Facebook. It's a closed group now, but just like Gamezilla. I mean, no. They still just like Gamezilla. No, yeah. Different. Better. 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 Much better. Yeah. So we're coming back. Because on our Facebook group. Right. You can suggest an episode. Yeah, you can you give us suggestions for episodes. Topics. You can talk to us. We're we're gonna slow uh, down a little bit though. We're not because every episode is not gonna be a learning experience. Because we're tender, right? We're we soft. Need <laughs> our brains are big, but tired sometimes. Yeah, you know, we do other stuff. Yeah, so we're like talking things. about things like our favorite video game movies. Yes, or, or um, maybe our favorite rhythm game, right? Or sometimes we'll actually listen to your emails. Sometimes, yeah. We're Sometimes. instead of having a weekly time to listen to your emails, we're just going to put them all together. Yeah, we'll do have one a whole, giant episode, whole viewer episode. They don't it's do ridiculous. that in Gamezilla, do they? How <laughs> now dare they dedicate how, a whole episode how to them? Dare we? No, that's right. That's what they're going to say. How dare we? You know what? And we dare. 
That's <laughs> right. Dare we? We dare. We're gonna we're gonna finish this, and we're gonna finish it strong. Unlike yeah. Jazzy, who's never finished. He's never finished the Legend of Zelda game. It's true. Yeah. So February twenty third, we're coming back. We're going to your neighborhood. It's a new format. New format. We're iTunes. We're gonna have tune in radio. We're gonna have a bracket. Yeah, we're, we're there's going to be polls. There's going to be the things bracket to was vote my idea. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're way better than GameZilla. Oh, let me send in my weekly email to GameZilla. Or I can influence an entire episode. Yeah. Legend of Retro. Yeah. It's happening. So deal with it. So go on. Enjoy the Facebook. Yes. Yeah, friends. Have we hacked this back yet? I really like it. I'm terribly confused. What's your favorite Shouldn't be an IT guy. Handsome. That's mine. I have one of those, too. Um... Handsome, handsome. I think there's like the first four. First handsome. four. First four. And then handsome. again, seven through nine. And then seven through nine. Yep. Man. And then like all the like other friendly, qualities. Friendly. Yep. Yep. Patient. Warming. Funny. Funny. Knowledgeable. Modesty. Modesty yes. is mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. No. So we're running. Yeah. This is uh, we've hacked in for a long time. Yeah, yeah. you have. That's pretty good hack. Cut it short. Um, very, you sure you don't want to just take over their show? I mean, we could. What do we got next? News? Um, news? Maybe, maybe Maybe. some emails. Um, uh, hopefully Jazzy can read them okay. Here's some news. Uh, <laughs> not the only one on the block. Boom. <laughs> Feel it. <laughs> Feel it. I'm yes. feeling it, Feel all right. It says breathe it down the back of your necks. We're out. Yeah, I think that really, really well. Think, yeah. 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 You're still, still on, still jerks. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Idiots. Oh. Okay, we got him out. Clearly that was hacked live. Clearly. <gasps> that wow. was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. No, it, Whoa. No. no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, Don't oh. give them credit. It's they just the crashed down to us. It's not a good show. They did not pay me to say that. They're not humorous people. They did not pay They don't know anything that. about video games, and Xander's not even good at old video games. Yeah, Xander is trash. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he hasn't even beat every Legend of Zelda. But can I tell But can I tell you something? Man, I'm excited for this show I to saw, come back. Yeah, so am I. So am I. I can't lie. I mean, I can't I love even, those guys. I can't even be salty for that long about it. I'm pretty, pretty excited to have it back, too. That may have been one of the best video content that's ever been created. We need yeah. to... We need to Share that hack out to yeah. uh, everywhere that we possibly can. The only thing that they could have done better, and it's only one small thing, if they would have had like the somber intro where they legit just hacked us. The somber somber intro isn't uh, isn't retro, isn't retro. I know. They, they don't even know what somber. Also, is. Um, yeah. they what they could have done is talked about Metroid more. No. Uh, uh, I wish I hated Metroid. Uh, I wish I thought it was the worst game ever. Happy I, Metro Monday, bitches! I wish I didn't love Metroid so I could just Metroid! Hey, 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 uh, Deadite. I, what? Who bought me this? Sci-Fi and I. Oh, and I. Yes, that's right, Deadite. Woo! We're just going to put this right here and block out Jazzy. Well, sorry. Perfect. Just hold that, Jazzy. Just like you bought me that sweet Freddy, I was like, oh, man, I can't not buy this for Grimm because it's an awesome Metroid Prime poster. That's right. Because Metroid is the shit. Unless it's this game, then it can go <laughs> that way. All right, here, get my poster back. Okay. All right, but but all serious, this though, uh, we're gonna have to look into security, uh, web security here. Yeah, Because um, yeah. that was frightening. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to see who um, is in charge of the firewall. I believe it's uh, the Deadite, so we're gonna have to get rid of him. I 
did not know I was in charge of the firewall. I'm pretty sure our firewall is in this drawer right here. It's a sonic wall, and it's not plugged in. So we're probably <sighs> se- we're probably ah, secure. Yeah. We're probably you, secure. You know, as much as you want to blame it on me, I'm pretty sure I put brick bitch in front of in charge of the firewall. EA Spud says, "Damn that poster." <sighs> Spuds knows. Right. Hey, Spuds knows. I just want to let you know. That we're going e-bone. Um, that you are in charge of the firewall as of like fifteen minutes ago. Damn yep. It. Okay. Yep. They, they have that. anonymous. <laughs> the, anonymous can do anything. The glitch. I can't even read. The glitch is so excited about that hack that in all caps he said "Legend of Retro!" Explanation point. Explanation point. Explanation point. So yeah, he's excited. three exclamations. The, the glitch probably helped them. He probably did. Yeah, he's probably anonymous too. Oh, the glitch! All right, well they enter. They they put you into emails. So do we even need our transition? I I don't know. Yeah, we need the transition. Here's some emails. The FBI has just sent a letter to Gamezilla informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading Gamezilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Okay, Jassy, fiddle your Gamezilla mailbox is up to date. That's right, you read them, we read them, everybody reads them, Jazzy reads them. Listen, listen here, you legend of noobs. (laughs) Do you have the President of the United States introing your emails? No, try to get bigger than that, bitch. Yeah, importantly, we're gonna build a wall. Importantly, (laughs) it's clear that. Not only does the president acknowledge that we have a relationship with the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Hey, guess right. what? They got Hillary. They're going to get you, too. <laughs> That's right. Fact. Um, crooked take, retro is what so we're going to call you guys. Anonymous. Unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh. So that's right, emails. That's what this is. <laughs> if you are lucky enough to be chosen by the Twin Titans of Game themselves, we will answer your questions on the greatest podcast ever. Jez, I got a question Zilla. for you. Maybe you can answer it in emails. Okay. What show's going to PAX East? Ooh, um. See, uh, I think I know this one. Um, it's coming to me. Hold on. Hold on. Give it oh, to it's me. right, Gamezilla. That's right, Gamezilla. No legend of retro. Yeah, where's your your Pax retro style? They should come out with a Pax retro. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, the Snake Pit's going to WrestleMania, so yeah, Ooh. from the Gamezilla podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it! Oh, I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> Anyways, so our first question comes from Eric. It says, "Happy Heart Day, Gamezilla dudes." Best podcast, better than Electro Retro. I added that part in, by the no, way. No, no, that says it right there. I saw oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on, yeah, let me does. type it in, oh, and then it's an official. <laughs> in the video game world, <laughs> where would be the best and worst place slash region to bring your date on a pink-scented Valentine's Day trip? My best place would be the Hone region. Ho- Hoenn? Can- I don't, I'm bad. I'm bad. I can't read emails. You That's just what like they this. said. You they like clicked this. Mm. Region. That's in, how you say it in Japanese. In po- <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking class. I know. Oh, God. You can ask spuds. I nailed that one. So it's a place in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. <laughs> Hashtag too much water. And my worst would be the Mushroom Kingdom in Mario. From the Warrior of Love. Yay, Spuds. He's the warrior of love. 
Man, that was a good intro to Warrior of Love. <laughs> I feel like you should write a theme song for him. And it could be like a wrestling entrance. <gasps> Battling for your heart's desire, he's the warrior of love. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> you fucking read it. Know, you know what? The well, legend so, of Metro was got, right. I we got, are shit. I got we so, are shit. Man, he was... He was caressing me with his sweet, sweet vocals over here. I couldn't help it. <laughs> He's shooting Coop, Cupid's arrow through your heart. He's the warrior of love. Oh. Okay, so best region and worst region to take your Valentine's Day trip. Uh, I have a feeling that Grim might say anything Resident Evil after his VR experience. <laughs> oh, that would be a horrible place to take them. I'm not answering this first. Why don't you answer it? <sighs> I I know. Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm going to lay this down, uh, and it, it's it's for places to take my wife. So what do we know about Pokio besides she is Pokemon obsessed? Homegirl loves hamburgers. Ooh. And homegirl loves burger time, and got, and we're going out for sliders tomorrow for Valentine's. So and ice skating. I don't know if we're going ice skating. Tomorrow. Oh man, that would be yeah. cool. I, don't, I think we're just. I, I promised her I'd, I'd watch a chick flick with her while we ate our hamburgers. But that's besides the point. I'm taking my wife to Burger Time, and we're gonna build some giant burgers and run away from some mutant like uh, sausages and eggs, and uh, that's gonna be great. And also very applicable to her where I don't want to go is to the world of original Donkey Kong because she'll get kidnapped by Donkey Kong and I, I'm not good at jumping over barrels or flames or wielding hammers and climbing uh, you know, construction areas so I do not want to take her anywhere where she could be kidnapped by a giant monkey so going with two classics that I know my wife loves Jazzy man as far as like where I'm not taking them it's definitely Helgan. Where's that? <laughs> that what, is the what is Helgan? That is the the planet of like just death fumes from the Killzone series. Oh, okay. Where you gotta you know wear masks and it's like you know morphing all of their bodies and stuff like that. Sounds like a bad place to take a date. Yeah, not not that great. And I'm trying to find the name because it's it's slipping my mind. But what's the little like? Happy go like almost like carnivalish area for the character Cat Sith in Final Fantasy Seven. I don't know any of those words you said other than Final Fantasy Seven. Sounds to me like what is it? Come back to me. Come back to me. I'm right. looking up. J- Jazzy, speaking of Valentine's though, did after you know in the live stream last week, uh, someone wanted to link up with you on Grinder. Did you ever set up that Grinder profile? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny. That is none of your business. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I got my answers here. My my go-to, right? The go-to has to be after playing this game and, and just amazed how beautiful the city was, I would love to go there and just have a romantic getaway, would be uh, Altissia in Final Fantasy XV. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, um, it's like a giant ocean that's just pouring into another ocean with, like, floating, like, cities above it. It's gorgeous. Super and then they have water, like channels that connect all the different like floating like 
spots. It's it's a really cool looking city. Uh, I think Brick Bitch would love it. So that would be my go to. My um my what I would ex- have to absolutely avoid and Jazzy nailed it on the spot is the Baker family house in RE7 <laughs> because I've only been in a part of that bitch and fuck that shit. I'd never go back. So Baker family house no way because um I I mean I don't want to spoil any of the game for anybody, but let's just say myself, the character I'm playing, and my wife, it's not going it's not going so well right now. Okay? Let's just put it that way. I might be missing an arm. Okay. Alright. Man, I'm having a hard time finding this. Well, then you forfeit your answer and yep. we move on to the next question. Sorry. You failed again. Are a terrible person. Failed again. Thank you for the question, uh, EA Spuds. It's in the Spuds. Patreon supporter. Yeah. It's my homeboy from Patreon. You've never met EA Spuds. He's my homeboy. I mean, they're all Patreon. our ho- they're all our homeboys. Yeah. That's true. Next Wait, question. What, what about the homeboy? Oh, it's a great God. system. Here we yeah, go. It is. System of the future. Would you kindly BMC? Oh God. This is a question you never thought you would get from me. A good one. Oh, wait. I added that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Three toasties. <laughs> Drop the bomb. Good one, Jess. Oh, I'm sorry, BMC. I love you, man. Uh, he says, <laughs> are video games too cheap with some AAA games develop Meant cost being over a hundred million. Are we getting a steal at sixty bucks for a dozen of hours of play? I am very interested to see what the other frugal gamer deadite thinks. Now, don't get me wrong; I will still wheel and deal to get the best bang for my buck. But sixty dollars for a true triple A title like Horizon, Mass Effect, etc., is an amazing value. Game on, your friend BMC. <laughs> reposted because I don't trust Jazzy Fiddle to go back. He, he reposted it multiple times in the Discord because he doesn't trust you, just so you know. It was actually in the dock, BMC, so... Uh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. Um, I don't shut my patron sports out. Come on. Do I think $60 is too much for... or is not enough for a game? Yeah. Are um, we stealing it, basically? Ah, man. Uh... Dad, I, you wanted your opinion on this. Why don't you start? So I have a couple couple thoughts. First, the era of the $60 game is gone. Because after you add up DLC and all the other stuff that goes along with it, if you're invested in a game, it's it ends up being 100 or more dollars most times to get expansions, to get all that. So that being said... It is it, often, if you're into a game, becomes a more expensive endeavor. Just look at us and Destiny. Yeah. It's not a $60 game. Can I throw some numbers down for you? Please. Okay, so let's just take a $60 game on a Wii U level, okay? So I went and took $60, and I put it in uh, 4 million copies sold. And I came out with $240 million dollars. Which means if your game cost $100 million, like BMC just mentioned, mm-hmm. you're already on, on Nintendo's poor $4 million side, you're already uh, $140 million over cost of the system. I am going to say the $60 price point is healthy and well, and I would like it to stay there and not go up. 
But like you said, Deadite, we are in this world of limited edition, special edition. I just bought a game that was like the Phantasm edition, whatever the f- like. There, you know, there's so many like impulse buy shit, right? There's the special edition of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Then there's the ultra special edition of <laughs> of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And then there's the regular edition. And then there's the Wii U edition. And like, it's just like, oh my god, just give me the game. And if you pre-ordered either of those special editions, then you could have the chance to get the unique one of a kind game guide that they made seven million copies of. <laughs> <laughs> Legit- <laughs> Legitimately, I think there might have been like four or five versions of Halo Five when it launched. It was like, come <laughs> on, man! It's a first-person shooter. How many mo? How many do you need? A lot. True. You have anything else to say there? Yeah. So my follow-up point was, I have a, a a like rubric or a metric that I I wage entertainment by, and it I think the gold standard for for entertainment value is going to the movies. So I put a ten-dollar movie ticket at two hours as being like the standard so by that you should get at least 12 hours of gameplay out of a 60 dollars game so for something like overwatch that i've put countless hours into yeah it's a good value but if it's a game that you know i only play for a couple hours then i'm not getting a good value out of that 60 dollars. and that's the criteria True. i use when i you know like i'm not going to buy a full price game unless i think i'm going to put 10 12 hours into it to feel like i'm actually getting the value um so that that's the criteria I use, and what what do you guys think? You know about basing things off that criteria. I think it's a good. Yeah. Uh, that's a solid. It's a solid way to look at it. I think that way you can really get see the value. You're setting a value on something where a lot of times I buy a game with no spectrum like that. You know, I just kind of like Horizon Zero Dawn. I have no idea. I just I'm buying it right. So like the fact that you could sit there and and do some research and find out that Resident Evil Seven is an eight to nine hour game. And you can then look at a $60 price tag, and if you look at the value, you can say, you know what, yeah, that's that's worth it because the, the type of game that it is, I'm interested in. Now, if that was a Barbie game and it had eight or nine hours of gameplay, that $60 tag isn't as valuable to you. So there's, I think there's still that, that you know, Doom speaks to me where, you know, NASCAR doesn't, right, for me personally. But that, but that can change to Jazzy because he loves NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the fact that Elle has put 400 hours into her $40 copy of Pokemon X, right. the value for her is completely insane for the dollars that she spent on it. But then if you, you know, if I were to go and buy something, let's say like For Honor, which I have no interest in playing, I play for a couple hours, it's a complete waste of money. Right. Uh, and and um, BMC chimes back in on Discord saying, not saying I want to pay more than $60, but for Witcher 3 or so- something like that, it's a great value. And again, I agree. We ju- yeah, Just like Pokemon, 400 hours of gameplay for 40 bucks, yeah, like that's unique. insane. So yeah, um, yeah, games like Witcher, though, unfortunately, it's like you get one a year if you're lucky. Yeah. What it comes down to it is, is, as gamers, you just want to play something you enjoy. So when you go into these titles like AAA games, I mean, obviously we know that they are because of, what, sales, it, you know, previous sales to, to games before that and stuff like that. If you, those AAA titles have found the sweet spot and they they hold at that sweet spot because that is what they consider the proper amount for people to pay for a game that gives it the AAA title. 
if you raise the price of that at all, then you're getting people to leave your games and go to free-to-play games, go to indie games that are cheaper, and then your AAA title isn't AAA anymore. So these companies, you know, they've they've come to find that the $60 price point for now, because we all know that, you know, with inflation and stuff like that, that happens, uh, you know, it goes up or down. Um, but, but, but to that point, video games have been $60 forever. False. Yeah. False. And the glitch is chiming in here because he wants to ask, do you remember when Super Mario 64 and Wave Race came out? They were $80. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I know those had a higher launch. But in general, even they like adju- NES games back in the day yeah. were 50 60 bucks, they, they, they adjusted eventually. But, yeah, out the gate, Nintendo tried selling their cartridges for 80 bucks. Uh, it didn't work out. Inflation hasn't seemed to necessarily... Um, adjust the gaming market. Yeah, but that yeah. but that fact backs up the point Jazzy just brought up that the AAA games sixty bucks. If you raise it, you people will go to other alternatives. So that completely yeah. backs up what yeah. he said. I think I think game companies look at it in the sense of quantity, you know, over over a price point, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I spent two hundred million on this to develop this game. It's the most expensive game ever made, but. I believe it will sell more copies than any game has ever sold. So you're winning by sheer numbers. You're not winning because you put a $100 price tag on it. Yeah. EA Spuds has intertwined in this and says, Scary thought, uh, is Mighty Number no. 9 worth the $4 million budget? I'd have to say this is a little bit different situation because Mighty Number no. 9 was kickstarted. So you're basically... <laughs> Asking your fans to help support a dream that you have of creating this game. So it's not like they took time and spent their their own hard-earned time and money to create the game that they wanted in order to get that kickback. They kind of like, hey, we need help. You know, do we have the fan base that will support us in making a game like this? And then they get the fans to kind of buy in ahead of time to this is something that I feel I might want. How's that different with pre-orders? How's it, that different it, with me saying I'm going to make a game and I go get a loan from a bank? Like, yes, I understand there's not the fan interaction. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's it's a single person buying in versus like what multiple. happens to them if Money Number Nine never comes out? Yeah, what happens to that four million dollars? I I don't know. That's so, a good question. Yeah, I think as far as as far as the question though, Money Number Nine is not worth four million dollars. I would love to see what that money was spent on because it right. wasn't spent on the game I'll tell you that much cool good question good question keep paying your $60 for games and like it you don't even pay hold on Bud Master Kingdom doesn't even pay $60 for games we pays know like way less and then makes money on them thanks for the question BMC next question is from Testonomics as of the recording, we've got 17 <laughs> days until the Switch comes out. With its portability option, I will be taking it with me almost everywhere I would have taken my 3DS. But this has me thinking that the 3DS will stay at home more than ever. I'm sure I'll eventually carry them both again, but definitely not in the short term. For the two of you who are getting a Switch at launch, do you still foresee yourself carrying around your other portables 
after the Switch launches. That's all for this week. Library. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's just listing Say all the words. It. Library, Dratini, uh, Hearthstone, <laughs> Jazzy Sucks, Test. test. Yeah, yep. I took care of that for you. Don't worry. I got Thanks. you, buddy. I was going to try to say them right and then fail again and let him make another one next week, but thanks for covering me there. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, <coughs> so I, I, I take right now to work... <laughs> Two? It's excessive. It's completely ridiculous how no. much he brings. No, it's yes, it is. <laughs> no, yes, it is. Have you been to our work? I need all the I need all the positive vibes I can get. Yo, you get all your positive vibes just by looking at my shining face through the window. I can't see Detroit Beard the Collective. You, just, you peer down. You look at this this handsome. All mug, right, so listen, listen. And you're like, I am gazing upon God's greatest creature. Only because I'm getting a bonus from your ass in a few days, okay? That's the only reason. Right. After a few days, you're done. <laughs> That's right. And then you're useless to me. You just see dollar signs when you look at me. That's right. All right. So right now, currently, I bring a three, new 3DS XL, a new 3DS, uh, a Game Boy Advance, and a DS Lite. And? Oh, and my PlayStation Vita. And an iPad Pro. You might as well throw that in there. <laughs> oh, and your uh, your your Pixel. Yep. Sure. Yeah, and my Pixel. That's another device. Yeah, so there Mario you go. Ryan That's what comes in my backpack to work every day. Um, I will say that when the Switch comes out, I will re- I will remove all of that from my backpack. Uh, obviously, my phone will come with me still, uh, and probably my iPad because I use that for show prep. But the all the game systems will will be put on the shelf at least temporarily. And that's just because I'm not going to play anything but the Switch, so I don't need anything else in my bag. Um, I also don't play a ton of my 3DS anymore, and I don't see... You know, like, if you look at how Nintendo is carefully saying, we're going to keep the 3DS alive, there will be games for the 3DS in 2018. Like, that's all they're saying. Like, it's like, yes, we're going to keep it alive for a year or maybe two. We're going to keep it alive for 2017 and maybe 2018. Mm-hmm. After that, we don't give a shit. Like, that's kind of how it sounds to me. So for me, I'm like, like for people are like, yeah, I'll bring my 3DS back around only if I want to play an old game. I don't think we're going to see anything coming out that really is going to pull me away from something like the Switch. Yeah, I don't anticipate buying any new 3DS games for maybe a while until I find them real cheap, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but here's the here's where I'm going to debunk you. Okay? You ready? You ready? You ready to be debunked? The stupid look on your face lets me know you're not prepared. If you don't bring your DS Lite and you don't bring your Game Boy Advance, how are you going to play Blitz 2003 <laughs> on the Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Or Hits 2003 for the Game Boy Advance, which I currently have in my hand here in the studio, and I'm going to hand it to you for the post-show so you can straight up get addicted to these hot titles that won't be available on the Switch. You don't know that. They <sighs> might be. Guess what? <laughs> They'll cost more than $1.99, too. Midway yeah, is yep. super dead. <laughs> And the licensing for these games is long gone. So you can only play them in these $1.99 cartridges that I bought off eBay a couple of years ago. So uh, so go ahead and keep your DS Lite in your backpack. You're going to need it. Um, <laughs> he sounded so much like Chris Farley right there. <laughs> so with that being said, there, uh, there are times that I foresee 
the design of the Switch and its size and its need for case and protection feeling a little less portable to me than the, you know, clamshell design of the Switch. All I can say I, is I mean, that's because you haven't had one in your hand. Yeah. It's nice. Okay. You're going to like it. That, that might be true. Um, I have a picture of my clamshell XL. Yeah. Sitting on top of the Switch, and the only additional size is the Joy-Cons, which are removable. So technically, it's thinner than the DS, and the same size as the DS, with two Joy-Cons that you can easily store anywhere you want. You can store them in your butthole if you want. Can you play hits on it? And we're good. If you're gonna pull that, <laughs> if you're gonna pull that it's out, it's my then... only out. It's all I have. I'm holding, <laughs> grasping on the strings. Um, but you know, I I do anticipate me still having some situations where I'm going to feel more comfortable taking my DS with me. Uh, for daily use, taking it to work, it's going to be all things Switch. If I'm going to the mall and I want to have something to play while my wife tries on dresses, I'm going to feel more comfortable with my DS in my pocket than the Switch. I mean, that part of it yeah. I could see. Yeah, that's, that's maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to throw my my DS in my back pocket or something and, and be on my way where I, I think I'm going to keep my Switch in my case. I think you'll just get a fanny pack and carry your Switch around. Oh, damn. <laughs> fanny pack? Fanny packs yeah. are coming back. Oh, I didn't even think about the fact that this gives me a legitimate <laughs> excuse to bring the fanny pack. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be rocking at PAX East is fanny packs with my Switch in it. Or maybe just my nice backpack with my Switch in it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, bring the fanny pack back. <laughs> fanny pack. <sighs> All right, I would like to say, since I am not uh, a day one supporter no, of the it Switch. it says for the two that yeah, are getting not, it, you don't but get I to answer like, this. I would like to tell Test what I put in my backpack when I go to work. No one big cares. My lunch. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that necessary? I just wanted to say something. Okay. I'd like to talk to the people. Jazzy, what do you Let me talk to the people. A sandwich. And a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I fucking hate you because I don't get a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bonus is coming all the way to Pax East yeah. with me. Thank you so much, Test, for the question this week. I am now going to carry a dictionary and thesaurus in my backpack so that I could properly say words. Good luck, because that ain't going to help you. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's been emails. Had a lot. Had a lot today. Well, thanks for everybody that sent in your questions. Remem remember, you can always send in questions at info at MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. Yeah. Send and them in. If you want to be able to influence the show, then you want to head on over to patreon.com, search for the GameZilla podcast, and become a patron. You're going to be getting early access to the podcasts, uh, access to the Discord, and if you join the Mega GameZilla level, you will be entered to win in the Game of the Month. So every month we will be uh, letting you, the fans, vote on what game we're giving away. And one lucky person we will uh, will win that game. So there you have it. But uh, this has been episode 144 of the Games Little Podcast. And we'd like to thank our sponsor one more time. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Log on and take care of all your beard shopping needs. And again, ladies, if you didn't get something for your man for Valentine's, go ahead and place an order today. DetroitBeardCollective.com and use the checkout code MCGAMING to save on your order. Ooh, he is getting good.
I've always been good. Don't oh. kid yourself. <laughs> We've already told you about <sighs> Patreon, so make yep. sure to head on over there and support us. It is how this show continues to grow, and it is how we keep bringing you more content. Uh, minus Jazzy, we do apologize. Yeah. It paid for all this brick and mortar right here. <laughs> <laughs> that was decent. Uh, I'll give you a coin for that one, Jazzy. You will get Sunday for that, but I still, <laughs> yeah. but I still hold your Friday, Go which is more Sunday, important. Sunday, baby. Friday is more important. Mm. So Sunday gonna be a big day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just lost it. Give it back Dang to me. It, I'm not going. Should have pocketed that. Quick. <laughs> I should have. I was so excited. All right. So, um, besides that, we release our podcast via audio every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, uh, Google Play, and, of course, MotorCityGaming.com. You can watch us here every Monday night on Twitch. So, for everybody that's been hanging out with us, thank you so much. Make sure to hit that follow button. Help us uh, get grow here on Twitch and and meet new fans, find new people to hang out every Monday night. And then... Listen. Listen up. I know that we got hacked earlier in the show. And it was rude. And apparently there's some podcast called Legend of Retro. If you'd even call it that. I don't even know if I'd call it that. (laughs) So instead of wasting your time listening to something that is going to be just mediocre like that podcast will be. You could, <laughs> in two weeks, listen to the new GameZilla Alpha podcast, where we will be deep diving into one topic each week. It'll be a little bit shorter show because we need to pack it all into a nice, tight box because everybody likes a nice, tight box of show. I don't know where I was going with this, but... I will tell you this. <laughs> this is where you were going with it. Listen up, Legend of Retro. Can you do it in a Hulk Hogan voice? Do it. No, no. Listen Le- up, listen up, Retro Brothers. This You're is- going to feel the power of these 24-inch pythons of audio madness. I turned more into a savage. Yeah, it's so okay. It, it's still good. It's still good. But all I'm trying to get at is that, ooh, I'm going to go weekly and follow after GameZilla's footsteps. You know, they created the path for me. Well, guess what? We're doing two shows weekly so suck it but honestly if you like retro games you should definitely listen to the legend of retro uh coming back february 23rd and they're coming back for weekly episodes so i'm super excited about that so yeah you'll be able to find them on all the same outlets itunes stitcher all those great places and of course motorcitygaming.com yes it is a damn website (laughs) God damn website. <laughs> <laughs> if you go there, you might see a website. HTML dot motherfuckers. We are on the World Wide Web. And Al this shit's off the rails. So until next week, game, game on. on. That's not a website.